Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading The Mystical Temple of God by St. Stanislaus of Jesus and Mary Papchinsky from beginning to end. Today, we take up from where we left off, beginning with chapter 22, part 2, pages 657 through 659. Chapter 22, The Reconciliation of the Mystical Temple, part 2. To prevent this from happening, one who intends to go to the sacrament of penance must first of all make a preparation by giving alms or by fasting or by some similar mortification of the body directed to this end that God may impart to the penitent the grace of a perfect knowledge of his sins, both in general and in particular, of a true contrition and a sincere and salutary confession. You may begin the examination of conscience with a brief prayer. Then the examination should be done in a rather retired place and free from witnesses, not in a perfunctory manner, but through a careful scrutiny of each of your particular thoughts, words, and deeds, taking into regard the commandments of God and of the Church and the duties proper to one's own situation, just as we have taught above in the method of daily examination. In my desire for brevity, I do not intend to set up here a list of sins that can be or are usually committed, since conscience itself is the list. If it is deeply examined, it will show what one should grieve over, confess, and censure. Afterwards, sorrow for all one's sins and for one's particular mortal sins should be elicited, with serious abhorrence for them and a firm purpose of amendment. This does not consist so much in feelings and tears, even though these are good and most pleasing to God, as in the acts of judgment and understanding, by which the gravity of a sin is understood, which results from having offended the supreme good, and from the prompting of the will, which abhors the sin, especially for the same reason, that is, the offense of the supreme good. But if one would not have such a sorrow and abhorrence, but rather would have some inclination to a certain sin, especially one that has often been committed, then, having made a humble petition to the Lord God for the gift of true contrition, one should accuse oneself of the imperfection of this contrition. For what will happen is that God will accept what is in him and will grant him what is in himself. Finally, he should proceed humbly to the confession of his sins as though intending to plead a cause against himself before God the judge, so that he may gain pardon sooner by accusing himself. In this sacred tribunal, having first asked the blessing of the confessor, one should not leave anything unsaid out of fear or shame, for he is confessing not to man, but to God, to whom all that is inside of every man is very well known, and to whom sins are known before anyone commits them, and from whom nothing can be concealed. He should recount all sins with sorrow, with, without obscurities, adding, where necessary, aggravating circumstances, or ones which change the kind of sin, not betraying an accomplice, not minimizing the sins, not arguing. Finally, he should listen to and carry out the confessor's admonitions, counsels, remedies, and humbly ask the penance imposed upon him, 
and perform it without delay, adding more on his own initiatives since discreet confessors, although for various reasons give a small penance, they wish nevertheless that penitents should voluntarily do more when they can. For in this way they will gain both a more assured remission of punishment and a more abundant grace of amendment. In addition, he should not neglect the acts which help to gain indulgences. For in this way, through God's kindness, by performing a few works, he will be freed from many punishments and will become a perfect friend of God. In the second part of the chapter, St. Stanislaus continues to reflect on the sanctifying grace that we receive in the sacrament of penance when we confess our sins. We would not receive that sanctifying grace if we placed some kind of obstacle in the way, such as leaving out some sins that should be confessed, lying in the confessional, etc. St. Stanislaus recommends a good preparation for confession, including an examination of conscience. He also recommends almsgiving, uh, giving some money to the poor, which helps us to grow in humility. And then some sort of ascetical practice, such as fasting. In this way, we are opening our hearts to God as we ask him to reveal our sins to us and to help us to prepare well. St. Stanislaus teaches us how to examine our consciences here, but much more briefly than he did in chapter 16 when we reflected on the cleanliness of the mystical temple. St. Stanislaus then calls on us to express sorrow for our sins and to make a firm purpose of amendment. We want to be reconciled with God and to start again. We can ask God for the grace of true contrition if our contrition is not as, as uh, firm as it should be, or if our hearts have become hardened or cynical in any way. And St. Stanislaus then tells us to confess our sins in the sacrament with humility. Jesus once told St. Faustina that miracles take place every day in the tribunal of his mercy, the sacrament of reconciliation. And Jesus grants us the grace using the priest confessor as his instrument. It is Jesus who is waiting for us in the confessional. St. Stanislaus teaches us in a practical way how to get the most out of the sacrament of confession. And we should follow the counsels and advice of the priest and make amendments. God rejoices at our fresh start. It is like a rebirth. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you. I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily Masses, 
prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.